Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And you join us outside Domino's Pizza. Uh, <laughs> and lock and store, self-storage here in uh, Warrington. We've just done this show uh, ahead of uh, Warrington versus Leeds. It was uh, a very rugby league heavy show. We really enjoyed it. It was great to be up here. We're sticking around for the game. So in the meantime, you can listen to the podcast. Stuart Pierce was with us, who is a Warrington fan. Uh, loves his rugby league. He explained why, and he, he played a special rugby league birthday spread. Yeah, he, didn't did, he? he did okay. He, he did very well. Got in, really got inside my head more that he's bigger cheat than Charlie, and that is saying something. <laughs> um, we also spoke to the owner of the Lee Leopards. He has changed the name of the club, yeah. um, and one of his new players as well. Uh, plus, uh, John Wilkin, former St Helens player, now a Sky pundit, coffee shop owner, bread maker. Uh, was on brilliant form as he always is. He's a fascinating guy. He's got more titles than Andy Smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was all of that. Hopefully you uh, you'll enjoy it and hear it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. Let's, we paint pictures with words. Oh, we yeah. are sitting uh, in the Mike Gregory Lounge, the legendary Mike Gregory, the late, great Mike Gregory, a uh, Warrington legend. Uh, we're up in one of the lounges looking out onto the pitch. Uh, understandably, the pitch looks in good It nick. looks nice. Actually, they, look very nice. they haven't had time to relay it because of the World Cup, so it's a little bit scarred along the side, but yeah. they've done a good job, the ground stuff. It, it's been a bit of a weird season, the World Cup. The season finished early. Uh, last season and uh, the World Cup came along of course Rugby League World Cup which has slightly adjusted the way they prepare for the season but it's two another... stands of standing as yeah. well which is great the far end opposite us is just a complete standing area up in the far right hand corner is where the Warrington Ultras stand that's where all the noise comes from we're going to be sticking around and watching the game tonight very much looking forward to it we're going to have a chat with uh, Daryl Powell shortly the Warrington coach he's popping in uh, to see us and I was telling uh, Adam who's the head of media at, at Warrington that about how sort of southerners like us got into rugby league yeah it's true and it was I, I, was t- I, I think he glazed over when I said the words floodlit rugby league <laughs> but I said when I was about six or seven well you're not were, 90 no he's not but you were you were starved I mean kids this is, yeah. this is what it's like you no, were starved absolutely. of live football on the telly and then around 10 past eight on BBC Two, which is, we never really strayed far to BBC Two. It's a bit upmarket, mm. really. Mm. But you'd stray there for the second half of a rugby league match. You'd not see the first half. No Eddie Waring was the commentator. Ah. 
Ah, that's be the first that's, thing you heard. That's the only impression you really need. <laughs> and so you just often they wouldn't even show you the highlights of the first half. It'd start, and he'd say oh, it's ten six. Let's yeah. get under, and they'd kick off. But uh, it, you, you got into the game, and it excited me then. Oh, it definitely. still does. It still does. I much prefer it to rugby union. It has oh, to be okay. Said. So when we're at Trickin and doing a show, you're going to have to no, watch yourself. Always, aren't you? it, it's too technical. I told you I was delighted. My grandson got taken to sort uh, to uh, Saracens. Now you're, he's a, he's a sport mad. How old is he? He's six. He's six, and he loves every sport. He loves every sport. He loves football. He loves, he loves test cricket. He's like, he's like six-year-old John Burridge. When he watches football, he sits there in full kit. When he watches cricket, he's got pads and gloves on. He's like, he's, he's like he's the next one into bat. Doesn't he? Like he's going to go out the front yeah, door. But he left at half-time at the Saracens. He didn't like it. Oh, it's it's too not, technical. It's not a game for him. Okay, fair enough. We're giving Rugby Union a kick in. Which, well, we, which we can do while oh, yeah, we're we got to do that while we're But we're, we're, we're sick of fans and hypocrites, so we'll soon change our tune when we, we broadcast from somewhere else. No, that's not Rely true. on it. <laughs> Um, so, yes, um, yeah. I don't really... Say- I always pretend when we're interviewing somebody from Rugby Union. I always pretend I like it, but I don't really. Quite, yeah, OK. Right, we've got the idea, Andy. You're not a massive fan. <laughs> well, you know. But I, wanna- uh, I don't really support a team. Andy, you have made a, a purchase today, which we'll find out more about. You may have yeah. you seen the pictures, which I think does tie him, actually, to uh, Warrington. Warrington, yeah. I've got the the full wig. Yeah. But it also is Boca colours. So yeah, you're going to be in Argentina soon, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, so I'll, I'll take it out there and wear could, it. That's right. You've bought it in the Warrington Club shop for Boca Juniors, which is fantastic. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to mention last night's games. Uh, we can t- quickly talk about them. Mm. Yeah, so we'll have a deep dive with Stuart Pierce, who's a big Warrington fan. He's going to join us for the final hour of the show, and we'll have a proper football chat. Get his thoughts on City Arsenal. I mean, give us your thoughts on, well, on I, Chelsea. You, you played all right, didn't you? We did play. It's the best we've played under Potter. But you know, it's the same old, same old. Eighteen attempts, seven on target, no goals. And Yao Felix, welcome to the pantheon of Chelsea forwards who can't finish. Yeah, well, I'm it's not, tremendous, isn't it? Getting in good positions, hit the He's bar. a wonderful He's a bit player. Unlucky. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. Thiago Silva tried a Diego hand of God. Unlike Maradona, he didn't actually claim the goal. You know, he was at one of those where he put his hand up, knew he'd punched it in, and he's saying to the referee, oh, no, it was just an accident. You know, it brushed past it. No one was having that. No, he punched it in. It was a good spot by the ref. And Arsenal, of course, that was, I was watching that on my laptop, watching Chelsea on the telly. It's quite tricky, that. Uh, Defeat's good for Arsenal fan TV and Matt Scott's Twitter feed, which was suitably bonkers. It's all a a conspiracy, apparently. It was, uh, it was, a. I mean, they they played very well first half, and we were saying yesterday, weren't we? You know, I'm sure in Ake had played brilliantly against Saka, mm. and you're thinking, yeah, Pep may do something quite mad. So yeah, Bernardo Silva. Hello, it's mad. <laughs> Often he backs himself when he makes a call like that, but not on this occasion. He he switched it around. I mean, you know, he had so many fouls. I mean, although not that I'm suggesting at all. Uh, two according, City, two City, according to Anthony Taylor. <laughs> City tactically foul. I would never oh, suggest that for a moment. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That's not the way they work. So, oh, uh, yeah, we will have a chat with Stuart, uh, a fuller chat with Stuart Pierce a little bit later on when he's with us. We'll find out how he got into Rugby League. Yeah, be and And why Warrington. Why Warrington, I absolutely. think it goes back to a former coach when he was working up here in the Northwest. He got to know one of the coaches. And had caught a bit of the cricket on TalkSport 2 this morning. Yeah. Sorry, well done, well, guys. Yeah. It sounded very good. Very good. The commentary was excellent. Yeah, England are amazing. I bet like a one day. I couldn't, when I turned it on, I couldn't believe the score in yeah. such a quick time. It is like a one day international, but brilliant. Yeah, and uh, interesting declaration, declaration as you're just hearing, but the right call, I think, wasn't it? Mm. Proved oh, the yeah. right call on a Absolutely. day so at 1am tomorrow morning that gets underway it's live and exclusive over on TalkSport 2 uh, well we got a big season of rugby league to bring you on TalkSport and TalkSport 2 as well Mark Wilson who often commentates on the games 
will be joining us a little bit later on. Uh, we'll also be chatting to uh, Derek Beaumont, who is the owner of what were Leeds Centurions. Last time I saw them play at, at Tottenham mm. on the Challenge Cup final day, they were Centurions. They're now Leopards. They have rebranded as they return to Super League. And we'll talk to Derek about it. It's always a difficult thing to do. You know, you've got to take everybody with you. It's quite... They tough. got to the Challenge Cup final. They didn't get the Challenge oh, Cup no. final. They played oh, a game in for the, the Challenge Cup. Cup. Oh, no, yeah, they yeah. played... There are two games oh, played yeah, on the, the game. Days, oh, was it? Yeah, that's right. Oh, right. That's why they, they were doing that, the other Cup final. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, you threw Ryan a bit of a rugby league shaped curveball. I did, yeah. I, I brought it back I brought it back to uh, Gaelic football and oh, the yeah, hurling, yeah. though, you didn't did I, with Brian Carney? You did. I did what I could. You did very well. I tried to... Yeah, but... Yeah. Did you you know that Haydock uh-huh. Park is the nearest race course to here. It's only 15 minutes drive. Is it? Yeah. I looked it up before the show. I don't know why. <laughs> it's coming quite useful. You got now, it bad. You often mentioned Haydock. <laughs> what a great fact, Andy. God bless you for doing that. Marvellous, isn't it? Now, as we said, uh, I put yeah. one of the, the stands behind the post there. They're, they're mm. setting up for a band. Quite a lot around mm. these first games in Super League. A lot of the clubs at home are going to be putting on bit of a show for the uh, supporters and uh, this is a, a local band where are they, where are they from um, they just say they're a northwest band they're called the Lathams yeah and they're going to be playing here uh, indie rock I'm sure you're familiar with their work oh, Andy much. <laughs> so uh, they're going to be playing a little bit later on uh, in the stadium we said we're coming back for the game we're looking forward to that as we said it's live on the talk sport too this evening. Yeah, I've only ever seen finals. I've seen quite a few at Wembley. I saw the, when, when they moved to Twickenham, when Wembley was closed, I went there. I sat with Martin Keller that day, actually. Yeah. Uh, and and it's lovely. The Super, the Super League final is a, and the Challenge yeah. Cup final are great occasions. But uh, this, I'm really looking forward to this because this is a, just a bread and butter league game. As yeah, well. yeah. I used to go to uh, Saints with a with a mate of mine. I went quite a lot in the, quite a few times in the 90s with him. And, and watch games back in the day, which I used to really enjoy. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to the game uh, uh, this evening. And as I said, Andy, they're, good, they're setting up all the pyrotechnics, and I, said, I couldn't think of anybody worse than you to be in charge of no, something where flames flew out <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> an absolute disaster. And I've, uh, I've done a bit of a Michael McIntyre issue, because I've arranged <clears throat> for our producer John Cadigan to come on tonight and play the last oh, five yeah, minutes. Oh, yeah, that's nice. For all the fantastic work he's done over the years, he can imagine, imagine him. He's not, he's not a big lad, is he? No. In the last five minutes of a game. Maybe when they're all feeling a little bit tired. He is, well, he he is, is quick. quick. You'd have to be true. quick, mate, with all them guys chasing you. So uh, he'll come on to the t- he'll come on with a team that's losing. And then, yeah, yeah, that's a nice idea. We got, that's a good idea. We got him signed up for for the evening. So yeah, um, we um, we we won't be able to watch the the Manchester. We'll keep a, a listen out for the Manchester United game. Stuart Pearce is going to be joining us later on. So we'll we'll look back on on the games last night. We'll look at the relevance. Yeah. I mean. I mean, we should say hello to Stan. He's listening. Oh, good afternoon, yeah. Stan. Yeah, Stan yeah. Collymore joins us uh, tomorrow for his, his look ahead to the Premier League weekend. But as we said, Stuart is with us a little bit later oh, on in the show. They had those at Chelsea, those flame things. I never quite understand what the point of them is, really. They don't, they don't look when the players come out. They're quite yeah, good. So but as I so, said, yeah. I just imagine like you setting light to the stand <laughs> or something. Knock it over and absolute <laughs> disaster area. We were coming yeah. up on the train and uh, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of room and they brought some breakfast stuff over, cups of tea, glasses of water. And I'm saying to Andy, because he's a bit of a klutz, let's be honest. So I said, just be careful. He said, no, I won't knock it over. Next thing, you know, smash. There goes the glass. Everything. Walk all over the shop. <laughs> Complete disaster. Let's area. bring on the super sopper. We did. We certainly did. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport.
The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to uh, Warrington. We're in the Halliwell Jones Stadium ahead of tonight's opening Super League game between uh, Warrington Wolves and Leeds Rhinos. It's live on TalkSport with Mark Wilson, who joins us a little bit later on, and uh, Paul Cook, your commentary team. But joining us now, when we pop up to this part of the world, uh, he he kindly comes along and joins us. The former Saints player, these days a a pundit on Sky, uh, a baker, a coffee shop owner, barista, (laughs) baker, a polymath. Uh, John Wilkin, hello, John. How are you? Yeah, great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good, good, good to, to see you, you again. Good to have you north again. Yeah. North. Oh, yeah, that's right. Last one was the football museum. These were we're in your heartland. Now we're in, in rugby league country proper. I was asking John, was this a happy hunting ground for you when you played for Saints? Yeah, I used to love coming to Warrington. Um, they're they're a fantastic team, and and throughout the years, they've, we've had some great games, but. <laughs> Being honest, we, we usually, you know, got the better of them here. Last yeah. minute victories, maybe two or three really iconic victories in my career were last minute in here. I think there was one in 2005 where Jamie Lyon scores a try right in the death. Of, and I remember Eddie Hemmings, the commentator, when Warrington scored, he said, and that wins it for Warrington. <laughs> and then they yeah. kicked off, we scored, scored again, and that won it for us. <laughs> you know, so one of the most iconic grounds for me to come and play at. So it's yeah. great to be here. Covering the games with Sky Sports, obviously, it's, it's, it's a real privilege and an honour to come to the opening round of the, the season. Yeah, absolutely. Is you, home advantage a big thing in rugby league? I don't know. I, I just, it is, isn't it? Because in sport, it is a mm, thing. Generally. But it shouldn't be, should it? You think of all the detailed preparation that we're going to in sport now, and we're still talking about home advantage. Well, it's a pitch, and the rules are the same, and the teams are the same. And mm. for me, you know, it's maybe atmosphere. I think I think players do thrive off off atmosphere, and it's like uh, you know, positive reinforcement when when the fans are, are with you. Maybe it gives you just that extra, but I, it probably does. But you know, I'm I'm hopeful that we'll stop talking about that at some stage. You know, yeah. home advantage and how much it plays. I think football, you know, maybe maybe it does. Yeah, 
Uh, you've, you've been building a reputation as a pundit and quite an outspoken one, John, haven't you? You, you, you kind of... Do you yeah. think that's fair? That's the yeah, best, no, you know, you know what? I'd made a decision. If I was going to go into it, I was going to speak my mind and I was not going to buy into the politics and the narrative that I'm told to what I should say. If they want me, this is what I think. Yeah. And I think in society in general, we need to be confident enough to put opinions out there and not squash all opinions all the time. So for me, coming into the sport, I just wanted to be honest and say what I think. You have not, ruffled a few feathers, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, but that's that's the inevitability of speaking your mind, isn't it? Yeah. I don't mm. think you can speak your mind exactly to how you think and not upset somebody. Yeah. And my job's not to keep people happy. My my job's entertainment. Mm. I'm in I'm in TV. You know, my job is to entertain. I'm not. This is the thing, though. I'm not doing it for that purpose no. to be shocking. You're just being honest. I'm just yeah. trying yeah. to be as honest as I can. And and I think rugby league has been soft in journalistic terms. It's too nice. It's a small group of people who all pat each other on the back. And, and I just wanted it to be different. I thought, why not? You know, we'll look at some of the football punditry at the minute. And, and I like it. I Would like you it. get railed as a player, John, when you were playing? If someone oh, sort of uh, said something about you or something um, about Saints? Or... Not, not off the field. Yeah. You know, so if a, if a pundit said something about me yeah. off the field. Yeah. No, not at all. They right. didn't even, you've rarely read it or, or listened to it mm. or watched it. Mm. Your family get upset. I always remember mum and dad, you know, somebody said that, and I'm like, just leave it. And I hate social media. I hate the, 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 this, mm. sort of the trolling of people online that mm. happens. I know it's part of the, it's part of life now. Yeah, yeah. But I think my parents felt it more than me. Mm. I never got too upset. Somebody, somebody says something about me. Half the, the thing when you are a sportsman is nobody can ever say something to you that's harsher than what you've said to yourself. Mm. If I had a shocker, I didn't, someone t- s- s- no, calling I, me I out this, and I'm yeah. like well yeah. if I've got any professional integrity I would be so upset and filthy on myself that sure. you can never say what I say to myself yeah. about a bad performance you always know if you've done badly in something don't yeah. you? if you're honest exactly okay. yeah and I, I sure. think that's that's key to I think broadcasting is being honest and was, was this always the plan John I mean, you think did you always think after playing I'd, I'd like to go into sort of broadcasting as opposed to coaching you never you looked no. at coaches over the years and thought I, I don't want to do that well Right, one, you've got to be obsessed with the game to be a coach. It, mm. like, consumes your life completely. Um, and, look, I love the game, but when you're a player, it's such a precarious situation, right? Your contract's up at this stage, you're injured. And, and, and for a family and, and for, for the people around you, that's quite stressful. I didn't mm. find it stressful, but it is stressful mm. for your wife and for people around you. Um, and I thought, why would you go from a situation in life where there's that much at stake every couple of years? You know, where it's really, your job's on the line, it's mm. stress. And I was like, I've got a business that's doing great. I'm like, I don't need to do it. I just don't need to do it. I'm not I'm not into it. And, yeah. and I, I could do it. I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, out of arrogance. I could I could coach. I know I could, but mm. I don't want to. Mm. Do you miss playing at all? Not at all. No, that's interesting. Not at all. Some people say that and they don't mean it. Yeah. Right. I get that. Some people say that. But I was at the grand final last year and I stood, I think it was Paul Schoolthorpe or something. Oh, these are the days I miss. And I was looking at him thinking he was an alien. <laughs> I was just like, are you crazy? <laughs> Have you seen the size of these people? Like, it's hard to actually put myself in the position where I used to play when I watch games now. Yeah. I can't imagine myself out there. Um, but I, I'd retired mentally five or six years before I did. I mean that in 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 in, in the best possible way. I yeah. was I was creating social sort of networks outside of the game. I'm, I'm, I was growing my business, um, and and we 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 sort of talk all the time about exit routes from sport. Well, yeah. I just instead of calling it retirement, I just said I'm just having a career change. 
Yeah. And I think yeah. the actually the rhetoric, just changing those words, is you've retired. There's such a finality to that. You've retired. It's finished. What am I going to do? Go play golf four times a week and buy a flat in Tenerife, you know, go live there in the summer. I've not retired. Mm. I've just changed my job. Yeah, and my job's more varied now. Mm. It's more interesting. Um, it's less structured, which I love. Um, I love life. You know, I've Good. got a great life. Yeah. Well, last time we had you on the show was after Ilkay Gundogan's missus had uh, slagged off the cuisine in Manchester. And you were so impassioned. Spirited. You came Spirited. on and defended because through your line of work these days, you know a lot of these restaurants. You, su- you supply them, don't you? So you know a lot of these places. And you could list off reams of places that really she should have been going to. Yeah, well, I, look, if you're going to have an opinion on something, you've got to at least done your research. And it's quite clear that she hadn't done any research whatsoever. Mm. Manchester, outside of London, is probably the most vibrant food and drink scene in the country. I own a bakery. We wholesale deliver to some of these amazing restaurants, mm. young chefs who've like taken their life savings and gone, right, I'm going to get after it and open a restaurant. And then an ignorant comment like that, which is what it was. It wasn't, there's was no malice in it, but it was just ignorant mm. in terms of the information she had at hand. So, I was, you know, I did get passionate, didn't I? Yeah. I did. Oh, you did. You yeah. did. And yeah. too it was much. incredibly thorough and <laughs> saying, you, you reeled off lots of places. We were writing them down. I think I must try that place. Yeah. Are, you going to, are you going to any of the restaurants that I recommended tonight? We're, we're not in Manchester tonight. We're, we're staying in what? We're actually going to a restaurant which has been recommended by the world darts champion, <laughs> Michael Smith. He knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Yeah. He knows. He's he a knows. St. Helens boy, but he yeah, told he us. He knows this area. He goes well. to Warrington to eat. So, Michael's told us where to go. Um, but you, we first, chat, when we first chatted to you, your coffee business is still going strong in Manchester, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we've got like 75 staff, three sites. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's great. It's hard because you've got staff and customers. If you didn't have any of them, you'd be fine. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. also wouldn't have a business. But, yeah, um, yeah, that's going great. I, I'm do you ever get these... back on the tools? Do you ever go and work yeah, in there? Do, start I, I bake. Drink. I oh, bake. Do, oh, you bake as well. We start right? at half two in the morning. So wow, we, we bake from half two in the morning. My baker's just finished. I've just had a, a Battenberg cake made for Sky Sports. Sky Sports themed Battenberg, oh. Battenberg cake. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of people looking at it. And they're not sure exactly what it is. So <laughs> I'd be interested whether it gets eaten. But yeah, look, food and drink's my passion. I'm blessed that I can do that uh, as a job. Yeah. And, and I always pursued interest outside of rugby i'm not stupid like i know you know this is this was a hobby that ended up paying me you know i was very thankful for it but i always knew it was not the be all and end all at 35 you've got you know the best part of 60 odd years left maybe to to yeah. fill your life and i'd yeah. be sad if i'm sat here to, with you two in six, well actually yeah in 55 years or whatever talking about my I rugby career yeah, i know i, I did i was being well be a box, you know, no. wooden box next to me. <laughs> we'll have to do that. We'll still be that. talking. Let's put it in the diary. Yeah. I think it'll be great. We'll still be knocking things I over. Yeah. He'll yeah. be, be toppling onto it in his box. Um, just a quick one on the game tonight. Um, well, I mean, we were chatting to uh, Daryl uh, Powell earlier on about they need to come out of the traps after a pretty tough season last season. What are you expecting tonight? Well, Warren, for people who don't know, Warrington was as big a flop as Paul Pogba at Man United, you know? Yeah. They just promised a lot and then were lethargic and under-delivered and, and, and moped around all year, didn't get the stuff together and, 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 and they ended up finishing second bottom. Mm. The exciting thing for Warrington is, look, they've gone out, they've got a checkbook. Simon Moran, who owns the club, has got the, you know, the deepest pockets known to man. He, yeah. he runs all the concerts in the north of the country. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Andy Jacobs uh, live from Warrington Editor. Tonight's game between Warrington and Leeds. First game of the Super League season. 
Lee Leopards are in action tomorrow evening. Mm. They get underway. And uh, joining us now from uh, the newly named club, you'll remember them as Centurions, but they've had a rebrand and their return to uh, Super League. As the uh, owner of the club, Derek Beaumont, and uh, one of the new players they've brought in this season, uh, Ava Siumano Fagai, their prop. Good afternoon, guys. Good to see you. Yes, good that. pronunciation. That, that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. He's been practicing. I've been doing my research. <laughs> <laughs> He's been better than I do on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just other. I think even when it comes to putting the letters on the back of the shirt, that's going to be too expensive. We'll just go other. <laughs> so, Derek, it's always a big, a, a big deal when you when you think I'm going to rebrand. We're going to change the name of a club um, because there's an awful lot involved in that. You know, you've changed the kit. All the branding has to change. Everything has to change. So it's a big step. So why have you decided to do it? Um, it, it is a big step, but uh, if you stay stationary, you know, you just go backwards, don't you? So you've got to move forward. Um, there's a lot of thought went into it. People think it's just off a whim, but, you know, it, it definitely wasn't. Um, it did birth from just wearing a hoodie and, you know, sort of um, somebody mentioning that. And I think it got quite a bit of media coverage. What's a guy in his 50s doing wearing leopard print? And, uh, <laughs> I like to wind people up, so I thought, well, uh, let's have a look at this. And, you know, it, really speaking, the people we thought would be most annoyed about it, the older generation, were the ones that weren't bothered. Okay. You know, because they, they, it, it wasn't always Centurions. Mm. Um, I didn't even know it had been called Burrs at one point for two years. Right. So I learned something in that. Um, but really, from a commercial point of view, you've got a lot of eyes on the sport with IMG. And, and yeah. And we're trying yeah. to, you know, grow the game again. Um, and, and really, I was kind of looking, if they're looking outside in on Super League and they've got to pick 12 clubs, we look too similar to our neighbours, Wigan. Yeah, colour, I mean, kit-wise, it's a real so departure. They changed the kit as well. Because it's like a, le a, yeah, got a bit of a leopard skin print you've moved away from. Yeah, everybody looks a bit of leopard print. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you see it everywhere, but it's gone crazy now. So, like, literally anybody wearing leopard print who's not a Lee fan, they're saying, are oh, you a Lee fan? And like, yeah. Right. So we're probably having More a identity rather than effect, this. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's a lot of people not buying leopard print because they don't want to be associated with, uh, with Lee. <laughs> Have you worn the shirt yet? You like the kit? I haven't worn the shirt Uh I think uh, I tried it on a few days ago. Yeah, it's fine. I prefer the black one. It's probably my favourite one. But it's all the same when you get on the field. Yeah. yeah sure. What about the actual mechanics of doing it? I mean, you've got letterheads and stationery. And all. There's quite a bit it's like all the signage, everything, everything has to change. Oh, letterheads. Oh, you haven't done them yet. They're still, <laughs> still centurions. That, I think, no that one sends so letters the idea, days, uh, The no, idea of changing email. the letters didn't put you off. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did the email footer. Well. <laughs> we get away with a signature strip on that. <laughs> no, no, we did. We did do a letterhead actually, and. Um, it, do you know what's so good about it is you can use so many different colours on, on leopard print. You see it out there, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in clothing. So merchandise-wise, it opens up lots of opportunities. The branding in and around the stadium, it's not all one dead set. Mm. You know, it's quite mixed and different, um, you know, which people will see when they're tuning on uh, on Sky tomorrow night when yeah. we play, when we take Salford. That's right. They'll see that difference. I know we've utilised different colours. So red was always our colour. There's a lot of red still in there. Yeah. Um, red and black leopard print. So, you know, it does. It looks pretty cool. It's exciting time, have it to come in, isn't it? Because there's been a, there's a lot of new faces at the club. We're just Derek saying, what do you think, 13? Could be 30 new faces. I think it's 13 new boys. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of new boys, yeah. And you, you've played here before. You played for Rhinos, played for Leeds, didn't you? Yeah, 2019 and 20. I yeah. played there and then I went back home and played a, uh, in the NRL again. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, I've, I've come back and... Uh, Hopefully, a, a successful season of the team. Yeah. yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Get. I mean, there is a gap between NRL and, and Super League at the moment. We may see that on Saturday morning in the, in the World Club Challenge. But 
Do you think it's getting closer? It's definitely faster. Mm. It's a lot faster over here. Um, I don't know whether it's because there's less wrestling, but the game speed, it's yeah, very fast here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a bit of adapting for me to get used to that again, but should be right in a few weeks. Sure. The yeah. state of origin games are always fantastic. Oh, it's mate, that's so good to watch, it's yeah. It's such a high standard, isn't it? Yeah, and the physicality of that too. Mm. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, it gets you ready to play when you watch one of those games. The first five minutes here when we played these guys yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah. uh, in a friendly, that was like some pretty well, yeah. state of origin, whacking lumps out wow. of each other, you know. Another was the missing piece of the jigsaw for Chesey and, uh, and Lammy. You know, we was just short of that yeah. one big wrecking ball of a middle. No pressure. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've seen him do it for Leeds. So, uh, yeah, you won the Challenge Cup, didn't you? With the yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah we had a good great. season. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just uh, have a touching on it there. That, you know, it's a kind of... Uh, to try and get closer to NRL from a marketing point of view, there are big plans afoot, aren't there? IMG have come into the sport. Mm-hmm. They've They've got a kind of kind of blue sky thinking and things they would like to do to the sport yeah. and make it more mainstream. Um, yeah, yeah. Are you excited by that, for what they're saying? Yeah, 100%, because I'm a person that likes change. I like, you know, leading by example. I like driving things forward. We've got some great clubs in this game. We're not one of them now. You know, mm. they've got a band coming on yeah. uh, before the game. You know, they, they're always up there. Warrington, they'll bring in marquee players. Simon Moran, as you were, John, say before, spends his money. You know, and we just need more clubs doing that. That's what we want to add to. We, we want to aspire to be up there with you know, the best clubs, so yeah. lead by example. And I think with somebody like IMG and, you know, just new fresh ideas and bring a bit more to the game, because if it's always only ever about the game of rugby, then some people are always going to go on disappointed, some pleased. So we need to attract more people, more neutrals, and to see the game and see other things in and around the game. So it becomes a big event. And yeah. It's just one part of it. I mean, would it make it would make your life easier if there was no promotion and relegation? Obviously not yeah. not this year. But I mean, <laughs> they're not quite saying that. There's some talk about categories. I mean, they're talking about categories of teams and that it'll come down to the quality yeah. of your infrastructure and your stadium and your boxes, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Are you for that? Do you think that's a good idea as an owner of a club? Do you know what? I, I, I'm probably one of the best people to ask about this because I've experienced coming up through a grand final from, from a championship standard mm. uh, in 2004. We came straight back down in five. I've gone up in uh, 2016 through the middle eight system and that was actually a better system because you had to be able to beat a Super League side and finish within a mini table above one to get promoted, which we did. Um, and that year we didn't finish bottom in Super League, so it proved it worked, but we still got relegated through the playoff system. And then in 2020, we got in through the, the infamous Super League bid when uh, Toronto um, came out of the competition. Yeah. So I've been there. You froze, you're casting ice. You can't recruit because you don't know whether you're going to get relegated. When you're in the championship, you don't know whether you're going to get promoted, so you can't recruit. And you can never come up and stay up. That's why nobody's ever done it. Yeah. Mm. The difference this time around... You know, I put my neck on the block in May when everybody's recruiting and said, that's what we're doing, we're going to make it. And, and, and this time we've got a very good chance. So in terms of stability and growing the game and getting better f- facilities, etc., mm. it's the right way to do it. Go with grading, make everybody drive the standards to be a Class A club. And if we've got 20 of them, we've got 20 people in Super League. If we've only got 12, we've only got 12. Yeah. No, it's a very good point. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be it's a really interesting time for the sport and it's going to be... Mm period of transition but it's, it's going to be interesting so uh, is it Salford you kick off with tomorrow is that right Salford yeah yeah there's, um, there's plenty of uh, plenty of history in there they're um, the coach Paul Roller ex-coach of, of our club yeah um, bit of animosity in and around how, uh, oh okay how he went, so <laughs> yeah, it's a bit tasty and um, but you know it's, it's all in it's all in good jest and then uh, 
got a great relationship with Salford, a lot of good friends there. Um, last year's captain, Adam Sidlow, he's gone there. Ryan Briley was a star player for us for many years. Uh, he's over there. There's, there's Dicko in the, in the back row, Benny Elliwell. Um, so, you know, they've got quite a few actually players there. So there'll be a bit of spice. Yeah. That's for sure. Good yeah, stuff. Tasty game to tune into, that one. And are you, you, go on. are you looking forward to it, Avid, for tomorrow night? First, first uh, yeah, I'm back? looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I just it's been a long time, isn't it? It's because of the World Cup and it's been a long time. I think the fans are all really keyed up for it. Yeah, uh, mate, I'm looking forward to watching it. I've still got a few more weeks to catch up. I've come in late. Right. But I'll be uh, watching. Um, I- I'm really looking forward to watching the game. Uh, seeing how hard the boys are training. Yeah. And um, no, should be a good one. Excellent. Full house too. I just asked Derek, what was your background? How did you get into rugby? Were you a fan? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I played as a, as a kid at, um, at school level. Uh, last game I played was over in France at 16. A bit of a bad injury to the hand and, and, and that was the end of that. You get into the old ladies and booze and yeah. uh, that kind of life. So a bit of fun. And then uh, actually I opened my business in uh, 1999 and I thought, what's Lee got? You can open my shop. Yeah. Uh, but I've got a rugby club, nothing else. So uh, let's get one of the players down. And Kev Ashcroft, who's uh, an ex uh, Great Britain legend, Lee player, was commercial manager at the time. And he said, uh, Yeah, we'll send a player down, sponsor the game tomorrow. I was like, Tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the guy hooked me in. The next thing we're on the shirts. And then the next thing there was 10 of us together. We took it over. I went away and then came back in. In 13, I had a deal with the guy who was running the club at the time who I'd left in 2005 when we got into Super League. I didn't have the finances that I have yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it just got a bit frustrating and Arthur took it on uh, and we had a deal what I sold in my shares for at the time. I had to take it back for exactly the same for it came a burden to his family. Unfortunately, he passed away. His son, son rang me and said, is this right? Well, my dad told me and I was like, no way. <laughs> and we did the exact reverse of the transaction in 2013. So it's 10 years ago. No regrets? You enjoying it still? Um, listen, it's made great memories. Yeah. Uh, I got my wife out of uh, getting involved in uh, rugby at least, so I can't complain about that. <laughs> Although I'll probably do someday. So I don't have regrets, mate. I have experiences. Yeah. Uh, some leave good scars and, and some bad, but... Uh, I just love rugby league. I think it's the greatest game yeah. that there is. You know, it's physical. Uh, it's played with respect as well, you know, and these boys leave what happens on the field and then go and have a beer. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you've got stuff, I heard that your, your coach Adrian Lamb talking about. I know you've got some stuff planned for tomorrow night. We've got the band playing here tonight. You've got yeah. a few things lined up for the game tomorrow night before yeah. the match. I'm looking forward to see what goes on tonight and hoping that we've got it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're under pressure now. I mean, it's great what, what's going on here and it's great how we're going to follow it tomorrow, you know, Skype for yeah. Girls. Uh, absolutely brilliant. There's people queuing up. They're still getting tickets today, so it's getting very close brilliant. to the, the capacity now. Um, and then we've got an absolutely fantastic show on the pitch uh, that launches our new mascot, um, which is oh. a show by the Fuel Girls. So okay, Fuel Girls and guys, actually. I so take it's it, it's got to it's be, it's be a leopard. <laughs> nah, it's not going to be a centurion, <laughs> is it? <laughs> there's, de- there's definitely no leopards there. People think I'm crazy, but I definitely wouldn't be uh, that crazy. Well, we, the leopard, we look man. forward. We look forward to seeing it. So we'll have a good season, guys. Yeah, yeah have a good to see you, Derek. And, uh, awesome. I hope you can consolidate and stay up and yeah. uh, and sort of buck that trend and and build from here. Be fantastic. Everything's crossed. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby.
It's me, Andy Jacobs, uh, here up in Warrington. They're just closing moments of the show. We can squeeze in a T20 birthday spread. Me versus Stuart Pearce. We're giving Charlie a break this week. He's been winning too many games. He's taking, accept- He's taking exception to me calling it it's just a guessing game, like it's some <laughs> skilled work of art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Jeff Peters always keeps score. Jeff joins us now, hopefully from the Nerve Centre. Hello, Jeff. I'm not hearing output. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. He's <laughs> not, hear, he's not, not hearing, hearing the output. So, uh, that could limit his ability. I think it could limit his ability to keep score. So, uh, okay. We'll press on. We'll, we'll move on. Otherwise, you're keeping score, which that would be a disaster. Well, I think the producer's going to keep score. Okay, fair enough. So, Stuart, it's pretty f- straightforward. We've got five birthdays of people from the world of rugby league. Yes. This, we've celebrated this week. And we have to guess how old these people are. And the margin of error will build as we make our guesses. And the one with the shortest margin of error at the end of five birthdays is the winner and pays for the, uh, Michael Smith's uh, Wagyu platter. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Pele always, this is, this is, we're going to play a bit of music. This is Pele and Sergio Mendes. Pele they, loved rugby league. They made, uh, he did. It, they made an album together years ago. Here it is. Yeah, that's Pele. We had Pele on the show once and we played this to him. And he sang along, didn't he? He did. <laughs> yeah, he sang. He sang along. He sang along to the song. It was fantastic. Sergio anyway, Mendes, he's still alive. Yeah, he, he certainly is. Okay. All right. Don't want to mention that. <laughs> Breaking okay. news. Here Our we go. first birthday is the St yeah. Helens coach. Paul Wellens, Paul Wellens, and I was touched. Paul and uh, three of his family came to the interment of my late granddad. It was four Wellens and a funeral. <laughs> there we oh. are. Stuart likes that. Yeah, you have to get him on every week to laugh. Yeah. He's, he's probably just being polite. He can play every week. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Stuart, you go first. What do you think, Harold? Paul Wellens, would you say? I think he's quite young. Yeah. In respect to myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going 44. Yeah, I'd say he's a, I would have said I was going to say 45. 42. Oh, sorry, Paul, if you're listening. We put a few years on him. So, um, I was... Uh, three three out. out. Stuart was two out. Fantastic. So, Stuart leads 3-2 <coughs> after one birthday. Any ch- no, Jeff Peters there yet? No output. Okay, here we go. Yeah, 3-2. <laughs> it's 3-2. Paul, three. Stuart, two. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> the madness has just popped up. Okay, second birthday, Andy. It's the assistant coach at Wigan, Thomas Luluwai. Thomas Luluwai. Yeah. And he was distraught when a famous Scottish singer announced their retirement. Luluwai. Yeah. <laughs> of course, she said, well, I've had enough of it. Luluwai's not long retired, is he? Uh, um, what is he, 13? No, he's been out of the game a long time. Has he really? <laughs> Am I going? He hasn't been. Oh, you stupid. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, all right. We haven't got time for that, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Stitching me right up, Stu, aren't you? He's been out of the game a lot. He's not been out that long, has he? <laughs> He's giving me the eyes. Uh, I would have said he was about 39. What do you reckon? 35. 37. Oh. Right in so you're trying to get inside me. Head. You're worse than Charlie Baker trying to stitch right, me. thank you. <laughs> What's that? What's the uh, score, so Jeff? Two, two out, two. so it's Paul five, Stuart four after two. Oh, okay, Stuart uh, winning uh, four <clears> to five. <throat> okay, third birthday. Stuart goes third, first on the, the third one. Here we go. Okay, it's the woman rugby player, Australia and New South Wales, Kezi Apps. Kezi Apps, A double P S, Kezi Apps. And uh, we had not, I know quite well actually, we had an argument and I immediately deleted all the photos from my gallery. I didn't want any apps on my phone. No, fair enough. Um. <laughs> 
I, I'm guessing she's still playing. Well, uh, I could knows? cheat and look at Mark, but I'm not a cheat. <laughs> I'm not going to look at Mark. Um, 29. Do you, do you know Kezi Apps, Stu? 28. 32. Oh, <laughs> I think I've. Cl I think we're we're dead level, aren't we? After three, yeah, Paul, I think you've Paul three out on onto eight. Stuart four out onto eight. Eight all. Eight, Stuart. Yes. Eight all. All. Okay. I've got a tiebreaker if we need it, so we're all right. Okay, so Stuart's going to go first on this Could be a drop goal one. out on the sticks, yeah, is it? Could be, could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, next is the New Zealand Castleford Witness and Wigan player, Willie Iser. Willie Isa. Yeah. Signing him always comes with a warning because Isas can go up or down. That's the, yeah, that's very true. I quite enjoy these jokes. I'm a bit worried about myself. <laughs> I don't know what it says about me. <laughs> I can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> 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 At least he didn't play the whole yeah, one. <laughs> um, yeah. Willie Isa, Stu, you go first on this one. Because I went, I went first. Did I go? Yeah, I went yeah, first. You, you go first on this one. Then we, we yeah. What do you reckon, Willie Iser? 33. Uh, 32. 35. Oh, so Stuart goes one ahead. <laughs> that means he does have to go first on the last birthday because uh, no skullduggery then. So uh, what's the score, He's 34, Jeff? so Paul two out, Stuart one oh, out. It? It's Paul oh. 10, Stuart nine. Okay, so Stuart will go first on the last one. He's winning by one. This is this is a ding dong do, isn't it? Okay, it's the, the final birthday. Is the Warrington winger and centre, Nigel Vagana. Nigel Vagana. I really enjoyed his own solo show, the Vagana Monologues. <laughs> okay. <laughs> said to me it was maybe, fine. We can, maybe we can play that. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. I'm, I'm with you on I that. I cleared it with the producer. He yeah, said to okay, me, That's yeah. Fine. Let, he's, let him get the sack. Um, <laughs> Stuart. Well, I know he's been here a few years. Might be playing tonight. Am I going first? Uh, yeah, because no, you you, you're in the lead. You're in the lead. Yeah, so that's how it works. <laughs> what do you reckon? 59. 59? Might be playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He was, trying to, he was trying to fool you because he thought you were going to go first. <laughs> I think it worked as well. It did, uh, it's it's it. totally flummoxed now. I'm going to go... I was thinking, plum, is he playing to... Yeah. <laughs> Daryl kept that... So I'm going to go 61. He oh, that's is. tactical voting, if ever I've heard well, any. Well, it is, but it isn't going to work because Nigel is, in fact, 48. Oh, he's going to come looking for you later. <laughs> So, Stuart won, yeah. didn't he, Jeff? What, Stuart, 11 what out, finishes on 20. Uh, Paul, you've bottled it on this occasion, so you're 13 out onto yeah. 23, and your losing streak continues. Well done, Stuart. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well done, Stuart, yeah. Well just, done, Stuart. God, your poker face is fantastic. I'm believing everything you say. There was a few bum steers there, there admittedly. That. <laughs> that was classic. Thanks ever so much, Stuart. Enjoy the game tonight. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah and yourselves, as yeah. I say. Um, I think you'll be in for a treat. I really do. Brilliant. And you're back tomorrow with... Uh, Jim and Simon. I am, yes. Yeah. Nice one. Okay, well, that is us. Thanks to all the team here uh, in Warrington and indeed everybody back in uh, London. We'll be uh, back in the studio tomorrow, myself and Charlie. Andy, you're on air off for a couple of weeks. I am, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see Andy in a couple of weeks' uh, time. Uh, do enjoy the match tonight here on uh, TalkSport 2. Uh, Mark Wilson and Paul Cook, your commentary team for this one. Of course, before that, enjoy all the football and uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Maybe it's going to be a three-way game one day between Rushton 
um, and uh, Baker and Stuart Pierce. Maybe we should make yeah, that happen. That'd be good. Yeah, I'd like to see the S housery of Stuart <laughs> up against Charlie's blatant cheating. So yeah, <laughs> let's see if we can make that happen. But for now, back in the studio tomorrow. Andy's off for a couple of weeks. So have a good time. Thank you. And uh, Charlie's with me tomorrow. We'll have a clip special for you. That's all to come. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.